Hi, and welcome to another episode of China on the Rocks, an FMB podcast where we talk about all the cool things that we experience and live and see in China. I am Logan, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host. Hi, guys. I'm Anna. Glad to be back. We're glad to have you here. And we normally have another co-host, but oh no, where it happened? I've heard she's being taken by ghosts. I think the ghost got her. <gasps> It's a spooky, spooky season. It's October, everybody. It's October. Where this is our Halloween episode. Woo, woo, woo. So, uh, or boo, boo, boo. I guess yeah, you should. Boo, 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 yeah. <laughs> And uh, let's get into it. Halloween in a bar or a restaurant. Also, pumpkin spice latte season. I haven't had one. Have you had any pumpkin spice? No, it's not available in China, guys. I actually, every time, yeah, no, they have their own like autumn special, which is like chestnuts or like、uh, chrysanthemum and all this other like Chinese autumn flavors, but they don't have the pumpkin spice latte. But in Hong Kong, you can get it. Yeah. Oh,、and、that's really, interesting. Yeah, I'm really jealous of everyone that goes on a trip down south now, and I'm like, oh, you get to have it. I did、uh, for Taklicious. I did a pumpkin spice. Uh, frozen margarita, not my finest work, because <laughs> I mean pumpkin spice. Then you switch the citrus up.、Uh, it's just you do a reposado tequila. It's better as a cocktail instead of a frozen margarita. So I don't know if you remember many years ago, on Halloween we did a Rocky Horror Picture Show at、uh, your old bar, Logan Sponge. Yes. And I was a guest bartender, and、mm-hmm. I made a pumpkin spice、uh, whiskey sour. Yeah. That was actually bomb. I, I should do it again this year, but、uh, it's it's quite labor intensive to make、mm-hmm. pumpkin spice from scratch. If you are somewhere like in the U.S., you can buy the syrup ready and all that.、Yeah. But here, it's like you have to do the whole thing. I got dried pumpkin powder,、mm-hmm. and I kind of made like a pumpkin syrup out of it, and then add all the spices. It tastes like it was delicious, but just labor intensive. Yeah. Oh man, that makes me think a pumpkin spice horchata would be really good. Oh. You're onto something here. Yeah, but I've done like three horchatas in the last like month, so I was like, I can't do a pumpkin spice horchata, but I I want to. There's potential. There's potential. And speaking of Rocky Horror, <coughs> bless you. Speak on it. Speaking of on Rocky Horror,、uh, tonight at Post No Bills, we're doing a Rocky Horror Picture Show night. So will there be a lot of、uh, people in costumes and singing? I think so. I hope so.、Uh, we have a, quite a group coming.、Uh, I found a few of like diehard Rocky Horror groups in Shanghai, and I've been advertising it. But I'm a sucker for it. Every Halloween,、yeah. usually, <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, I'm all the titter and and Tissa. Patient. That is from Rocky <laughs> Horror, right? <laughs>、yes. I mean, ro- it's not Rocky. What's his name that says it?、Uh, Riff Raff. Riff Raff says it.、Oh, that movie is so much fun to watch. It's so much fun. I'm so excited for tonight. But yeah, apart from that, what are other things that you like to do on Halloween? I always work. I've never not worked on Halloween, so I like to see sometimes in costume, sometimes not in costume. But I do like to see、um, the people how they dress up. You could see the big events of the year and see what people are going to dress up like. I know already that this year everyone is going to be dressed up as some sort of Barbie. Good call. Good call. Some sort、yep. of Ken. Yep.、Um, I think that that's going to be the hit of this. That's going to be the themed out one is Barbies and Kens. Barbies and Kens. There's going to be a lot of it, yeah. And one weird Oppenheimer guy walking around. <laughs> Just one. You know, like you know, it's like the Joker guy that always shows up. Oh, this the Joker keeps going strong. That、uh, yeah, that Heat Ledger like、um, <laughs> Joker. Yeah. There. I mean, like I like. There was remember there was a spate of、uh, Lion Kings, of、uh, Lion King, Tiger Kings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's dead. That was fun, and then it was Squid Games. Yes, and then this year's Barbie. Well, last year they weren't allowed to be Bowans. 
So that was a not Babylon's the uh, Dabai's Dabai. So for here in China, the guys in the white hazmat suits were called Dabai's, uh, big white, and basically there was a ban on that costume. You could be anything else you wanted, but the police would actually get you in trouble. Actually, the Dabai is the name is because of the Disney Pixar mm-hmm. one. What's the name of the in English the Bay? Betamax, Beta, Baymax, 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 like the the big fluffy robot. Mm-hmm. So the naming Chinese for that robot is is Dabai, and when the people in the hazmat suits were walking around in all those white suits, they called them Dabais as well. Mm-hmm. So it became like the nickname for them, um, and it became like almost official. I think they were using that name it, in yeah, official paperwork yeah, and all stuck, that. Yeah. And then it was a ban on wearing. I think this year there's no ban, but you yeah. still wouldn't want to wear. It. <laughs> I do like it when customers come in with like a theme group. Okay. Oh, uh, last year on Halloween at Takalicious, there was a group of Sailor Moons, and it was like the yeah, whole. Yeah, that was fun. I, so last year for Takalicious, I was Indiana Jones. Our friend Kelvin was Short Round, and then uh, we were with a bunch of Sailor Moons that showed up. So that was fun. So last year I was planning on working, but the street that uh, that our bar is at uh, got shut down because of the COVID restrictions. So I ended up going out. <laughs> so I ended up at Takalicious. Yeah, we just drank a lot. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. But yeah. apart from that, what, what else about Halloween? Well, it's interesting. Like, let's give a perspective for people back home. Halloween is quite a big deal in Shanghai. Yeah. You wouldn't think about it, but a lot of people listening don't know how Western holidays, if they're celebrated, but they are celebrated here in a plum. And I think especially, especially Halloween. And it's not only, um, it's all over Asia. I think the entire Asia really celebrates it, especially like Hong Kong, Tokyo, uh, if you go down to Singapore and Shanghai is also one of the big ones. People just love an excuse to dress up. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have, I think it's fun because you do have trick-or-treaters and everything like that. Like at Takalicious, uh, I have a huge kids party. Not a joke. About 110 children are reserved to be there. What? Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the Sunday because on Saturday we have our Halloween party and I'm not going to feel good on Sunday. And then on Sunday is the children? Yep. Super oh. fun. There's a face painter. There's a clown that does science. All this crazy stuff. But we do it every year. But it's a really big holiday. People really are into it, you know? And it's, it is super fun. Like, on the work end, you're going to see a lot of jello shots. A lot of, you know. Like, I mean, it's, it's so themed. And you can't really get upset at it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you're not religious, you don't want to do Christmas sometimes. I get that. But, like, everybody's doing Halloween. Yes. It's, like, it's really fun. Uh, we're throwing a party on Saturday as well for Halloween, you guys, as well. And then on Tuesday, we are participating on the same pub crawl. Yeah, pub crawl. Yeah, I'm doing movie nights on Sunday, so I'm doing Beetlejuice this Sunday. Oh, that's a great... Beetlejuice is me. I wish there was a sequel. Yeah, well, it's coming up. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it's awesome. It's in post-production or something? Yeah, Beetlejuice too. Uh, Michael Keaton, honestly, is so underrated. So he's going to still be in it. And um, Winona Ryder, she's going to be an adult, and it's her kids, I think, in the same cool. house or something. Yeah. I feel like, I mean... My favorite Batman is always Michael Keaton because I think he's such a good Bruce Wayne. I mean, anything with Tim Burton, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. The only issue with that movie is that Batman shouldn't have guns. And that, well, but the Joker was Jack Nicholson, and I don't want to get in a fight about. No, Joker. it wasn't Joker. It was Penguin. No, you're thinking you're, you're thinking the bat, the cat, and the and yeah. And oh, I'm thinking about the wrong one. Yeah. Oh, then I'm not thinking about Tim Burton. That's, Never mind. That's Never mind. Danny DeVito is yeah, the penguin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who's the cat one? Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Uh, the cat, the bat, and the. It's I Michael Keaton on this yeah, one. Michael yeah, Michael yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to think what the other part of it was. But no, the first Michael Keaton with uh, with uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, okay. No, my favorite one is the one of Catwoman, yeah. but he had guns. Oh. I mean, not to knock on my boy Ben Affleck. He was a good <laughs> He was a good Batman, too. He was just really buff. Guys, it, uh, Logan is a Ben Affleck lookalike. No, I definitely am more of a uh, 
Joaquin Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he ben looks Affleck a lot. Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck. Uh, but no, um, yeah, Halloween is such a fun time to be in a bar and restaurant industry because everything gets decorated. The liquor companies actually come out in force for it because they know it's such a big moneymaker. Like for nightclubs, there's always some kind of leather theme or sexy theme. For like a restaurant, you're going to do a little bit more tamer theme so everybody can enjoy. And for a bar, you can kind of just go all in like on Rocky Horror. You could do like one theme and it's people will dress up like that. Look, on the weekend, I'm just throwing spider webs everywhere and that's about it. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, I have a very colorful bar. <laughs> it's yeah, it's very colorful already. I mean, there's I'm looking at... Tons of awesome art. Uh, what is this style art? What it's like the like street art, street yeah. art. But there's a it's like an actual style because it's not like a stencil, but it's like it's a mishmash. There's a lot of stencil work. Yeah. There's a lot of um, wheat pasting of like yeah street art. There's a lot of illustration. There's all sorts of things. Yeah. A lot of writing. So I think it's it's pretty decorated. There's a few skulls here and there. So we're just gonna throw a lot of like spider webs and yeah, and well, that's yeah. Halloween. Yeah. And you have to and you have the soundtrack. Like Halloween is a party that sets itself up. You yeah. have a soundtrack right away. You know what's going to be good for music. You know you got to have some fun with some kind of like green goblin drink or something. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, we're, doing, we're doing green shots. And yeah, all that. You have to do something green. You have like all these fun Halloween obligations. And then because we're in China, this is super weird. Coco, Day of the Dead, is massive here. Day of the Dead's big. But also I think it's because there's a lot of Mexican restaurants. There's a lot of like Mexican yeah. in general bars and restaurants and Latin nightclubs and all that. So it's a good theme. Yeah. So we kind of get an extra weekend out of Halloween the next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have at Tacalicious, we're all set up for Halloween. Uh, and then the next week we have a huge uh, Day of the Dead party. So Day of the Dead is always on November 1st, the day after Halloween. Uh, but because that's on a Wednesday and Halloween's on a Tuesday this year. Uh, we're doing our party on a Friday so people can partay. 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 Mm, fun. Yeah, that's how, well, that's how we roll. We call it fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been a flector. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what I do like, I think uh, the, the fun part about Halloween to me is like you'll see like Superman talking to Barbie where there's a passed out like Tin Man right next to him and there's a Joker guy on his phone. Or Superman making out, making out with Barbie. Yeah. Or the next day when you just see people in their Halloween costumes like walking back like unsteadily. <laughs> the walk of shame in a costume is something better about that, huh? I mean, the easiest one for me is always I can wear whatever I want and put on a luchador mask. Yeah. And then it's super easy. Like, But I, I feel like that's a cop-out. You hide your identity really well. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell I'm over 6'3 and I'm walking around. Um, so you... Are really good at face painting. You face paint blah 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 blah. You face painted me once. Yes, I am. Uh, I actually got uh, the the first time I did on you. I did it with uh, actual makeup, so it wasn't that good. Uh, I actually got a whole face painting kit. And last year I've done my face all skull mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah, I got really good since. So this year I'm gonna do something again. Very cool. I'm not sure what yet. I'm deciding between actually doing Beetlejuice again. Yeah, <laughs> it's a costume I always like, and I have green hair right now, so it makes sense. Um. Or I wanted to do melted zombie Barbie. Okay. So like the plastic melting out of Barbie. So Barbie kind of like her face like melting down. Do you have like the pink kind of cocktail dress or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would put like a blonde wig and yeah. then just make the whole thing like melting in my face. We used to have a customer at Logan's Punch, a very, very good friend of mine. And she, every year, like we all, our bar would always have a theme. Like most restaurants or bars have a theme to it sometimes. But ours would have a theme and like cops one day, like we're all cops or the next year we're all robbers or we're all cowboys, something like that. You know what I mean? So the staff could have something that matches everybody else in terms of colleagues that work there. 
But she would always come with like the scariest looking Halloween costumes. And I, this is one of my very close friends. I love her to death. I know she gets embarrassed, so I won't mention her name. But I, I used to always have to ask her to leave. <laughs> Too scary? My customers were getting scared. And one year she goes as uh, Mrs. Mia Wallace from Pulp Fiction. Okay. And she, the first half of the night, she worked at a bar right next to my bar. So I'd see her. You know, she'd come down every five or ten minutes. You knew who I'm talking about. <laughs> Do I? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'd have a lot of Fernet shots. So she, in the beginning, is uh, Miss Mia Wallace. And she's got the bangs. And she has this look to her, like Mia Wallace. So she's like that in the first half of Pulp Fiction. And then maybe at 11, 11.30, she comes down with blood all over her nose into the OD scene from Pulp Fiction. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was like, you have to get out of here. <laughs> like, I think people don't know you're, you're acting right now. You know, you're, you're scaring the not. crap out of my customers. They're going to think this is a drug bar. You have to go. But hey, Logan, you know what's really scary? What's really scary? We forgot to cheer. Oh, my goodness. We forgot to have a shot. <laughs> what? What, what is, is wrong going, with this podcast? We're just going dry <laughs> here. Today, we're just in a rambling mood. By the way, guys, Logan has been away for forever, he feels, for like three weeks. Yeah, I was gone for a while. I was back in the States, which is going to be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, and uh, I've missed him, and we haven't met up for this, so we're very, like, we lost our streak, you know? Yeah, our mojo <laughs> was off. I mean, if we started without a shot, who are we? Who are we? Cheers. And if not who, then what? And Logan, what are we drinking today? We are drinking this awesome Shanghainese-made uh, product called High Seas Ex-Bourbon Ex Barrel Cast Whiskey. It's a company I might be working with. Ooh. And uh, yeah, basically we make whiskeys, uh, rums, gins, and some other spirits in China. It's an award-winning brand, and uh, I think it's really tasty. It's delicious, guys. So yes, cheers. Pretty smooth. For good times. I see times. <laughs> so let's get our own topic for Halloween. What are the favorite uh, like cocktail twists or Halloween specials that you have made throughout the years? Always going to be a Jello shot. <laughs> really? Generally, like it, for punch, it was always Jello shots. For Talkalicious, I actually have to now make Jello shots because I totally forgot about making Jello shots. I always make Jello shots for like Fourth of July. Yeah, it's more like a summer parties. When it comes to, to Halloween, I'm more about the test tube green cocktails. <laughs> no, I'm going to do jello shots for our pub crawl. Because mm. that'll be fun. I think pub crawl, you want something portable. But uh, jello shots to me is always something. Sometimes people do some stuff with dry ice, but that has to be really carefully managed. Yeah, especially on a really busy night, I find it really dangerous because you don't have necessarily the time to explain to people, don't drink it if it's still bubbling. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I have. In general, I think throughout the years, I've been more and more scared to use things that people can get hurt with. I uh, No, it's scary. Like, when I used to work at Mint, we used to do those uh, B-52 shots. On fire. And uh, how many people didn't blow the fucking they, shot and well, just drank it on fire yeah. and got in their clothes and shit? And the glass is hot. Like, that's not a joke. Like, the glass is hot. It's on fire. Like, give it a second. Have you seen anybody catch on fire? I've seen a lot of girls, like, burn their hair. I've seen that, too. I've also seen a guy burn part of his shirt, but luckily he managed to, like, put it out. Are you talking about old Freddy Krueger? <laughs> no. But I, I've seen people, or or I don't know who gave them the idea to use a plastic straw or a paper straw to drink through the drink mm. on fire. Oh, and caught, yeah. And uh, either the, the straw completely melts or the straw catches on fire as well. Or they create pressure and they suck the fire into their mm. mouths. I have seen a lot of disasters. And, like, because of that, I will serve a shot on fire and then I'll tell them to blow before I hand it out to them. Yeah. I mean, like, blow first, then I'll give it to you. Title of your what? Oh. 
Uh, actually, what's the other one that's a, a fire one? It's it's like in a snifter glass. It's Grand Marnier. You light that on fire and you put your hand over it. It's called a backdraft. Have you ever done this? No, there's the other one, which is a flaming Lamborghini, which is you put the cognac on fire and then you drop the cognac on fire over the whole drink. But it, it goes off by the, by the end of it. Like. Oh, this one, the backdraft, you actually put your hand over the glass that's burning and it sucks in the meat of your hand. And then you pull it out and you drink the shot and you cover your, the glass up again and you start inhaling the fumes. Oh, that sounds horrible. It's so dumb, but it's so much fun when you're younger. <laughs> Look, uh, all of these drinks are drinks. Okay, apart from the B-52s that people still order, even though I don't put in any menu. Uh, all of this, they feel like 80s and 90s drinks a lot. And I don't think like they're, they're very popular or that we do it very often anyway anymore. Like I'm talking about the flaming Lamborghinis. Yeah. and That, that was the staple of China that. for a while. Flaming <laughs> well, you know what's going to be another popular one that I, I haven't seen it in a couple of years black drinks or like drinks that go with um activator charcoal yeah not activated charcoal but they used to have this stuff called blavad which is a black vodka and you could pour it you do a tonic and you or soda and you pour the vodka over it it oh would nice. actually show up in uh black light super oh. super cool well tonic glows in the yeah. black light so i've made before a uh i made like a, a tonic reduction mm-hmm. and then i use it like i mean like a how do you call it? like um like a, a cocktail paint okay like i reduced a lot of a lot of sugar and then i got a brush and i painted like the inside of the glasses and then you put it in the fridge and then basically like it, it it doesn't really melt for a while unless the drink is really sitting there for a while it doesn't really affect the taste and um we had a bar that had a lot of uh, black light so then you could see this like black light glowing like paint streaks or like stars i made like a universe kind of thing oh, that's inside. Very cool. yeah pretty yeah. cool yeah and also um i always like to make those uh, glitter drinks Yes. So you get like anything with vermouth, basically like something like a martini or even something like a Corpse Reviver works or like a Negroni. And uh, you put uh, food grade glitter. It's basically made of sugar. Mm-hmm. And you put them inside um, inside the drink. And when you stir it, it's like the universe mm-hmm. around and all that. Yeah, it's really cool. I might do this. I think I've been through a, through a season. Like summer has been really hard for F&B in China in general. And I think I've kind of been making very simple things for our specials, but I'm thinking that for Halloween, I might go all out. You have to go big for Halloween. It's like New Year's Eve, but New Year's Eve is like a more of a fancier. Yeah, I might go full glitter and like cotton candy and stuff. Yeah. No, because uh, Halloween like in the in the U.S., that's a big money night. Like you want to work that shift. Well, I hope it is here too. Yeah. Like we're hoping for, we're hoping for a little recovery with Halloween. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's as it's a big money everywhere, but in the West, with tipping, it's a bigger money night. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like tonight or on Saturday when we have our parties, we're gonna be hopefully full of people that are having a great time, going after crazy themed drinks. Like, are you doing a costume contest? Mm-hmm. We are doing a costume contest. Contest no. as well. Who judges the contest? So I'm gonna do the whole staff. So everyone on the staff has a vote. Oh, okay. So I always have one customer that we pre-pick, so I don't get any blowback from it. Well, the only reason I don't want to get a customer because I don't want them to vote for their friends. Yeah. No, we we have an impartial customer group that comes through, and uh, they know not to vote for me or their friends. Well, well I'm, I'm going to put me and, let's see, my partner and a couple friends are very close off the list to begin with. Yeah, of course. And then just from, like, general customers, and I'm going to ask everybody from the staff to basically shortlist one person, and then from that, everyone has to, like, vote so I'll do I'll do an internal thing. Also, you know what? I'm gonna get the IE to choose the final one. Nice. If there's a tie, because the IE is very impartial. Yeah. 
I mean, she would vote for me, but since she can't, <laughs> she'll vote for anyone else. I like it when you have somebody else that votes because you have like 20 minutes where you don't have to be in charge of the crowd. Yes. <laughs> you can do your prep work or just catch up on orders. Yeah, so we're gonna do we're gonna do that. So I hope a lot of costumes turn up. When you do costumes, you go for funny, scary, fun, or ridiculous. Like, what is your style for you? I I really like funny costumes or like really good pun costumes. You know, like uh, who was the girl? There was a, a it happened. I think she was here last year. She had a name tag that said Eileen, and then she had stuff all over her face. Ah. Uh. The come on, Eileen. See how I wasn't saying that? I was keeping <laughs> it classy. Hey, it's the... it's the <laughs> Keep it classy, Post Nobels. He was here. He was here. <laughs> I remember her. And I remember no one got it for a long time, and then we all... Like, oh. The light bulbs all went off oh. over some set. See, that to me is funny, because somebody put in some creative work into it. I know. I thought it was really fun. I like that, too. I don't usually do the funny. Yeah, what do you go for? I usually go for the very elaborate, but I think it's because, again, as an art kid, yeah, it's one of the only times of the year that I get to use my skills. <laughs> No, because people really go all in on their Halloween costume. But I have a funny thing. I don't buy costumes. I do everything myself, but then I, like, I, and also I always do last minute, but I just pull it out of the hat. Mm -hmm. So I always make, let's say, this is my B costume this year. I'm not going to do it, but I was going to. I was going to wear a really cool black leather jacket and, like, leather pants and just, like, a, a black top. And I was going to dye my hair black and do a whole Venom face tattoo. Oh, that's cool. And make kind of like a, a like a street, like a realistic, like an outfit, like a, a motorcycle gang kind of Venom. Yeah. So I was going to do that. That's cool. And that's I really it was going to cool. be really cool. But then I wanted my boyfriend to be Carnage. Yeah. And um, because he works all day on Saturday, we don't have time to do his face makeup. And it would be really weird for me <laughs> to be with this incredible Venom face paint. And then he comes with a store-bought costume. But you get him a Peter Parker Spider-Man costume. That's what I told him. But he's like, I don't want to be Spider-Man. You're going to be so cool. You're going to be Venom. I want to be something cool, too. See, I think for everybody that goes to a costume contest or a Halloween party for customers, they're going in. And I think it's a lot of, you're not always at the same bar. You're kind of party, yeah. party, party happy. For us, if we're working, we're in costume, I need to have pockets. Because I'm not leaving. Yeah, so I need, I need. that's why, like, other costumes would require me to wear a dress or wear, like, a jumpsuit or something that it's going to be completely uncomfortable mm -hmm. to work. Same for, like, masks or wigs. So I was going to, uh, that's why I like to wear, still, like, normal clothes and just yeah. do, like, a really elaborate face. Because also people only see me waist up, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like anyone knows what shoes I'm wearing. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the, the Venom one was still shortlisted and I, I want to do it next year and I'm putting here for the record. For the record. We'll check it next year. For the record. I'm still going to eventually do I might do it for Tuesday then. Yeah, do it for Tuesday. Just me here dressed up as a crazy person and all normal customers that don't realize it's Halloween because yeah. we celebrate on Saturday. <laughs> don't say anything to them about no, it. No, no. I'm just a crazy Venom on Tuesday. Well, speaking of craziness, um, are you pouring a drink? Is that, is that the sound? I, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear this at home, but Anna's just poured herself a large glass of whiskey. So I feel something good is going to come up from this. Can you hear the cork? Oh, this is ASMR. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I don't. Title of? <laughs> that did sound nasty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that I don't know if you guys can hear of uh, our... Our post-editing is going to remove it, but there was a very uh, yeah. sensual sound of a bottle of whiskey being yeah. opened. Somebody in Tallahassee is like spitting out their nachos and saying, what just happened? Okay, so for us, we always have a segment we like to call... F&B? Uh, horror. <laughs> we, we're so <laughs> not in... Look, three weeks away and we yeah. lost all of our mojo. We're, we're both Virgos, only born two days apart. Let's, <laughs> let's do, it do it again. again. 
F&B Horror, horror Stories. stories. And you guys might be hearing some new sound effects by my brother, Kevin. Shout out to Kev. Shout out to Kev. Who just got married. Congratulations, Kev. Congratulations, Kev. Yeah, I'm just repeating everything yeah. you're saying. So, for F&B Horror Stories, we're going to talk about spooky, spooky things that have happened in bars. Okay, and I think you had a good spooky, spooky thing that happened in a bar. Logan, do you believe in ghosts? Uh, that's a very good question because I do not. So, I do not either, but for a while at a bar that I worked, I was getting a little suspicious. Mm. So, um, I'm not going to say the bar because it's an awkward story. It's many, 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 many years ago. So, it was a long time ago. The, the bar might not even be around anymore. But if anyone has been to New York or have been to Hong Kong, they have one thing in common. Actually, they have two things in common. Pizza? No, no. The first one that they have in common is that they use the word post no bills on walls mm -hmm. to avoid vandalism. They all use the same sentence, post no bills, bill posters will be prosecutor, blah, blah, blah. And the second thing, they have vicious rats. Mm. They have rats the size of, like, cats. Yeah. <laughs> Massive. Hong Kong has a lot. I don't know why, how, historically. I think it's because it was a portuary city, so maybe historically there was a lot of boats and oh, boats have rats. Yeah. I don't know, but no, I'm not talking about, like, China has mouse, like mice. I'm talking about rats, mm -hmm. right? And we had a ground level establishment and uh, the doors were always opening the front because you don't sit outside, outdoor, enjoy mm -hmm. the weather, tables outside. So it's always a like ground level open, right? So this is Hong Kong. This is Hong Kong. And it's open all the time. But at night, what happens when the doors are open and the rats have no fear of human beings, mm -hmm. sometimes they run in. Yes. Actually, I kind of I should have I, <laughs> I should have buried the leads because now I feel like everyone knows <laughs> where this is going. Anyway, well, when we I don't want to scare the peoples at home, you know. Yeah, when we started working, it actually hold on. So now for our next segment that we like to call F and B horror, horror stories, stories. with possible new sound effects if I know how to put them in by Kevin. Shout out to Kevin, newlywed. So, Logan, I will start my story. My question is, do you believe in ghosts? Uh, I believe the ghosts of this empty shot glass I have that needs to be refilled. How sad. Yep. <laughs> so, um, I don't believe in ghosts, but I was a little scared back then. Back then, I think that a lot of people convinced me a little bit. Back then? What happened? So, we're going to talk many, many, many years ago. We're talking... Ugh, I was a junior bartender back then. A little baby bartender, okay. A little, ba little baby bartender. Um, still kind of barbacking. Anyway, uh, I don't want to give out the name of the place. Okay. What part of the world are we in? I was in Hong Kong. Okay. All right. And we had this place that was um, ground floor. Mm -hmm. The doors always open, nice night crowd and all that. But also in Hong Kong, we have really strict laws that the bars need to close by like 1.30 a.m. Uh, like completely like done for... Uh, unless they are upstairs in buildings and all that. But anything that's like street level mm -hmm. has to close at that time. Um I think changes per neighborhood, but ours had to close at that time, right? And we had, a, like, the team had a lot of guys and girls, and a lot of them believed in ghosts. And I was always like, oh, that's BS. I don't believe in it. It's fine. And then night after night, weird things start happening. Like what? One night, we come in, and the chairs are in different places. Tell me more. <laughs> Another night, we come in, and we look at the POS, and we had Death Store Vodka and Death Store Gin. Actually, oh, Death Store. I don't know if they're still around. I haven't seen them for a long time, the Vodka and the Gin Death Store. But we had them, and we look at the computer, and there were seven shots of Death Store Vodka 
on like a random tab, like tab tab nine or whatever, right? A and total then, eclipse of the sun? I know, and I had no, I had the whole team being like number seven. Seven is a spiritual number. Oh, and wow. Death Star of all choices. Death Star. Number seven on tab nine, which is like and then I were talking about like esoteric chicks here and they yeah. were all like, you know, nine is also another esoterical number and I'm just like, nah, it's BS and then at night after closing we had somebody that did like the final closing the, the person that came to the second shift basically stayed behind mm. and when we stayed behind we had all those weird noises of like screamings coming out of the walls like oh that's scary and you were alone because the whole street's closed at that time right and you're there and you have to lock the door and turn off the lights and leave from the alleyway in the back and there were like noises everywhere and things are getting really spooky and I d- didn't believe it, but after a month or so, I started being like, I don't believe it, but this is really weird. Because it stopped making sense why all these things were mm-hmm. happening. Chairs were being moved. Things were being moved. And like, I don't know, the computer kept being activated and like weird things were happening. Sometimes yeah. we came to work and the music was on. And then the playlist was just playing. And I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> really scared. And uh, we decided to, we had security cameras, but for some reason, one night security cameras were turned off. Of course. And basically, it got very things, dark. things kept happening, right? So then the girls were panicking. So they started a whole thing like, we're not working alone anymore. We're not leaving alone. They had like buddy, like buddies when they finish work. Like if one person is staying late, the other person is waiting for them, having a drink, just so they are not alone, the whole thing. And then I started investigating. We started looking at the security cameras, started looking at everything constantly. And then we found out the answer. <laughs> it wasn't a ghost, but it was just as scary. What was it? So one thing that Hong Kong and New York have in common mm-hmm. is that they have rats the size of horses. <laughs> but they having uh, So because we were a ground-level business and we had the doors open all night until about midnight, um, and in a city where the rats have no fear of humans, a rat has nicked in. And at night, this rat was stepping on things and moving things. So he moved a chair. Yes. I never, I've never seen this. So you had full-on rat tattoo situation going on. <laughs> no, no. This rat pushed the chair so he could climb the leg of the chair to jump on top of the bar. Smart. So he moved a chair. Also, he used to step on top of the POS. And I think because the POS accidentally unlocked because some of the passwords, you know, are zero, zero, yeah. zero, zero, <laughs> whatever. He managed to put the seven shots of Death Store Vodka. It steps on like the computer and turns on the music. It actually has stepped on the controls for the security camera and turned it off. So everything was just a. You sure didn't have like a little rat girlfriend waiting in the back too. <laughs> like no, that no, sounds it was like <laughs> a party. Yeah, no, no, it was just this, this, this. Again, we don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but it's massive rat. And then when we found out he was coming in and out, and by the way, he wasn't even leaving in the bar. He was just coming in and out through the doors. The of party, to, like in, in front of people, didn't no fucks given. Um, so yeah, then we got an exterminator. We got rid of him, and it was all fine. But for the longest time, the girls were, like, super scared that it was, like, ghosts. And the noises at night, it's because after we found out that our pipes are so old that after we turn off the water at night, it goes, like, there's a less amount of, like, air or something that goes mm. through the pipes and does the... Oh, it's like the air pressure and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's just because the pipes were old. So we did that noise exactly when we were closing. So it's always when we were alone at night and not any other time. And uh, the whole mystery wasn't a ghost, but it felt like it, and it felt really spooky. Well, that is a scary, <laughs> literally a scary story, because I yeah. can imagine, like, you guys were like, I don't want to be alone in here. This is super scary. This is super weird. And then when you see a rat, it's also not, like, comforting. No, it was also scary, and also getting rid of it was ridiculous, yeah. because we put, <laughs> sorry, I'm going too long with this story, but it's worth it. 
uh, we got this first before we got an exterminator. We put these uh, sticky traps everywhere on the floor, right? Everywhere we're covered, and we watch on the CCTV. This rat go over, smell it, and he knew what it was. So he used to like climb the furniture and jump. So he would jump over the sticky things and not get trapped. Ooh. Yeah, and then we put more. We covered the floor, and mm-hmm. then he started like hanging on wires and going around. And we're like, "God damn it! How are we gonna get?" Yeah, this at that point, rat? I think you should have adopted him. It seems like a good rat. Oh my god, he was like so, so smart. Yeah, like he could just like everything that we tried. We put food by the sticky trap, thinking that he was gonna be attracted. He managed to hang himself upside down from a cable, pick up the food, and not step on the trap. And then we're like, "Okay, you know what?" It's done. It's done. Let's get an exterminator. <laughs> a, a cat walked in and was like, no, I'm not dealing with this. No, and then we got an exterminator, and then we got rid of him really quickly, and then that was it. There was nothing else. And um, I think it was a male because we didn't have nesting or anything. Mm-hmm. Like There was no signs of it. If there were signs, we would have seen it before. I think you just had a really cool, like, you asked about ghosts. Maybe in another life he was something really cool, and you killed it. But look, we killed him, so now the ghost of, we call him Larry, and now the ghost of Larry still lives in that place. I think it was DJ Avicii that you killed. <laughs> Well, it was many years ago. He was still alive, for sure. Well, then somebody else famous, because that seems like a party rat. <laughs> party rat, yeah. Anyway, do you have any spooky story? I'm trying to think of stuff, because I've had to open a lot of restaurants, like, in the morning. Like, I, when I used to work in, like, restaurants, sometimes, like, we've worked in bakeries and stuff. And you have to get there, like, 4 or 5 a.m., uh, 3 or 4 a.m. to open up the doors for, like, a cafe or something that made its own breads. And I just remember, like, going in as, like, a little 18-year-old or 17-year-old, because I was the young one, so they have me go. And, like, obviously, I wouldn't be drunk or anything, so I'd, I'd be on time. And just that scary, spooky feeling of walking through someplace that you knew you felt eyes on you. And you'd be downstairs, and, like, you'd be kind of, like, you'd be hearing stuff and new noises. They never told me this place I worked at in Santa Fe that's no longer there called Cafe Dominic, uh, that one of the, the guys lived in the, in the basement. Uh, it, oh. And like he's he was the he was the morning cook, so they're like, okay, you know, we close there at night, like at 11 p.m. They're like, you just sleep over, that's fine. So you could hear noises from somebody that was yeah, actually waking up downstairs. Like he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was supposed to be down there, but they never told me that. So I'm walking with my little flashlight on my first night of, of opening to set everything up. And Arturo was supposed to be there. Everything he did was right. But I'm a dumb little kid, and I'm walking, and I'm hearing noises, and I think he was just messing with me because he didn't say anything. I'm shining the light through everything because I don't really know where the light switch is, so I have my flashlight. I'm shining, I'm shining, I'm shining, 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 and I get eyes staring back at me. Oh, I'll throw the flashlight. I was this guy so freaked out. I was like, oh my God, what do I do, what do I do? And he's like, Logan, it's fine. And I was like, this is before cell phones. He would have had the best video of me ever. <laughs> Should have thrown the light. I <laughs> literally lost almost like two kilos of body weight going through my pants. Like, I was so scared. <laughs> That was and it was such and it was such a funny thing because they laughed at me forever about that, and it was like it was my fault, you know. It was a good prank. That was my fault, but it was a really good prank. Okay, this is a little less funny, but one time. <laughs> okay, no, actually, it's more funny, but less less funny in the sense of like, what a horrible situation to be in. Many years ago, as well, we had a. This, I was working in this whiskey lounge, and uh, we did the closing and all that, right? And we locked the doors and we left, and the next thing when we were opening. When we opened, there was a guy in there. And we were really spooked. Turned out that we locked a customer in. Was that me? Because I've been locked in places before. No, we locked the customer in because he was basically like he was really drunk. And I think he took a nap in the bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. And because we're all girls closing. I didn't I didn't check the stall in the male bathroom. I just checked like in the male bathroom. And then like I kind of closed off. Turned off all the lights. And I think he was napping. And then we locked the doors and went home. And... I don't 
know i think he didn't know who to call and basically anyone that he called didn't have our contact so it didn't make any difference yeah. so he just like stay there waiting for like a good like i don't know like a whole day yeah because you're not getting there till like 4 p.m yeah so then we got there like yeah 4 30 or something and when we got there again all dark because it's a whiskey place that doesn't have like windows or anything yeah. it's like a, like a like a dungeon right so we got in there it's too dark i turn on this light and this guy's like literally like hi and i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> like, where's the rat get the rat over here now <laughs> yeah we locked him and i just imagine this guy realizing he's locked overnight and he didn't drink any of the booze no i think he was done drinking but uh he opened some cans of soda water and stuff and like i think he got some of his necks but nothing nothing oh i would have drank my way out of that situation you would have found me like two more days later no, but the thing is that we closed at like four yeah so i think that he really just slept after that i don't think he was like in a mood for drinking but um so then like 12 hours later when we come he had uh, like soda water and stuff and he had some of the cheese and like wasn't like a big deal but i just imagine like realizing that you've been locked in a bar. yeah <laughs> i mean i've woken up in bars before where i've been locked in overnight but like the cleaning crew's been there in the morning so it wasn't like as scary as or dramatic as like 4 p.m you're getting out like that's and this is be, well, I've, when it happened to me this is before cell phones so all my roommates went home and they're like oh logan's not home where is logan and san francisco bars closed at two but we all were f and b so they all knew each other and we were in the marina district and i just remember waking up to hearing like boats in the harbor and stuff like that and i was like i don't know where i am because i didn't live in marina i lived in soma which is downtown yeah and then all of a sudden i was like oh i'm in a bar and I, the friend bar owner was my friend but because we didn't have cell phones at that time i didn't know the guy's phone number anyway i knew yeah. my roommate's phone number this this time the guy was locked was before smartphones so yeah before smartphones he had, he had cell phones, phones yeah. cell phones but not like smartphones but the thing is that if you think about it if you know that the place is going to open the next day anyway you are in a place with aircon, with food, yeah. with water, with snacks, like with booze. Yeah. It's not the worst place to spend 12 hours. I'm only thinking about if you had a family, like, looking for him, thinking yeah. something happened, thinking he's at the hospital or something, or he had, like, roommates or friends or something, right? Yeah. More on the worry on other people. He was okay, but we also had this really comfortable leather sofas, like, proper whiskey lounge, yeah, like, yeah, you know, big course. leather sofa. So, to sleep there wouldn't be the worst. Well, I mean... These are horror stories, and I think everybody could kind of relate to one of these horror stories. <laughs> At least one, yes. <laughs> so I think we have to talk about something that's super, super, just very important. Anna, what have you been drinking? Oh, good question, Logan. Actually, let's do the proper intro. Okay, yeah, let's count it down. Folks at home, you know we have a hard time doing things uh, in, in sympatico order. We just really lost our mojo. We need to get okay. it back. I'm going to count you down. One, two, three. Drinks, drinks I've, I've been, been drinking. drinking. Look at that. You worked. Uh, drinks I've been drinking. Uh, let me think. Do you have anything in mind, Logan? What have you been drinking? Uh, well, last week, so I'm not going to talk the stuff I had in the U.S. Because like I said, that's a different podcast. But last week at my work, we did a carrot oatleo sacrum rum drink. Nice. So like kind of a play on a, a pumpkin spice latte. Okay, but a carrot. Because it's ginger. We did a ginger liqueur, a carrot oleo sacrum, and then a heavy cream. It was actually really, really tasty. It's super gingery, but it was really, a, a, like, I, I was reading about, like, ole I love oleosaccharums. Like, it's one of my favorite things from working at Punch that I learned about. Then, like, carrot oleosaccharum just piqued my curiosity. I was like, this is such an interesting way to make it. And um, we have one of those juicers where, you know, you put the fruit in and it makes yeah. the juice. My staff are so nice, but they're not always so bright when it's following directions. And they didn't use the juicer. They were like hand chopping carrots and smashing them through a mesh 
to get carrot juice. Oh my God, that's so much worse. I was like, boys, what are you doing? And why? Well, it didn't say it. I was like, boys, you know, we have this thing for a reason, you know? This machine. This <laughs> machine that does all that in two seconds. I'm like, oh, but they had already worked for like four. I guess that's an F&B Horn story. They already worked for like four hours making the stupid oleosacrum that too wasn't late. hard. This yeah. is how we do it now. Yeah, they're like, yeah. <laughs> we're Fuck it, we're far. doing it live. We're too far committed. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're doing. Uh, no, I have a carrot margarita in my menu, actually. Yeah. Carrot, ginger, Sue's, mezcal. Delicious. It's a good drink. I mean. Carrots. I love carrots. I love carrot juice. I think it's like like underrated yeah. of, a, of an ingredient, I think, especially for bars. Has a decent ish shelf life and it's yeah. tasty and everyone likes it. Like it's kind of unoffensive. Um, so I am actually trying to remember the last time I've been out. I feel like I've been at work the whole time. So I don't know what I've been drinking, Logan. I think like I've been drinking vodka sodas and, and beers for the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I really haven't seen you drinking anything new or different. I haven't gone anywhere. I think I've been really, really involved with work. Okay, well then, what would you be drinking if you could be drinking something? What's a trend of a drink that you saw? Like, wow, this really speaks to me. Oh, you know what? Actually, that's something I've been drinking. So, um, I absolutely love the guys, and we're definitely going to interview them about this later for sure. I think we should. But I love uh, Wayne and Lee from Zup Pizza. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Zup Pizza is closing soon. So I went over and I decided to splurge. I was going to have a lot of pizza and a lot of stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, they make really good, just classic martinis. Just like. So that was it? I mean, that's a drink you've been drinking, classic martinis? Yeah, and I've been drinking a lot of them. I had, like, a few of them, and I was very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that that's the only thing I've been drinking outside of the norm. and Like, not the norm. I always go for martinis, but, you know, that's. Um, okay, here's. Just for bartenders at home and people in the F&B industry, I was having a conversation with our friend Lucas, who's a really well-known Hong Kong chef. He, uh, he was going to start doing wines, and he was talking to me about wines. And I realized my wine knowledge, especially Chinese wines, because we have a, China's one of the largest wine producers in the world. Uh, people don't know it this, but low-key, it actually outproduces France. But it's gonna, Does it really? Yeah, but it's also it's the biggest beer producer in the world. I believe in beer just for the core volume of the population, and people here drink beer a lot. Same, yeah, but the, the wines they're producing the most of is like Great Leaps and stuff like that. But like the niche wines that they do, I was like, shoot, I don't know anything about this. And like, I feel like for bartenders at home, F&B people at home, if you're a bartender, do you have a strong suit with like hard liquors? Or do you know, like I used to be around it, but now my, my things I read more about is hard liquor. Like for you, what do you got, Anna? I am mostly on yeah liquor and uh, and beer stuff. I have a I have a decent wine knowledge in the sense of uh, great variety mm -hmm. styles. I don't know brands that well, especially when it comes to Chinese wine. I think I'm more like educated in the classics and old world and all that. Like um, I would like to know more about wine. I think again, it's a wine requires a lot of time. You need to devote a lot of time for yeah. it. You need to taste a lot. You need to try a lot of different things. And I don't think it's something that I have the time like right now. But I I really like wine. Well, I like, I mean, I like to say Valpolicella. That's my favorite wine <laughs> to pronounce. I'm going to actually go drink some of this after we record. No, I, I, I love wine. So it's one of my favorite things to drink as well. So I want to get more into it. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. I mean, um, we always talk about bar stuff in China, but we need to talk about expanding. Yeah, we should bring some wine guests yeah, over here. Some wine, some wine. Some wine nerds. Yeah, wine some wine nerds. <laughs> Wouldn't that be winos? 
Okay, guys, I think that wraps us up. I've covered Halloween. We're going to have a spooky one. I know that. Uh, I'm interested to see what prediction for Halloween costumes comes true. We have to post that on our Instagram. We are going to post on our Instagram. Also, please send us your costume, your costume photos. Send us ideas that you might have. Send us some love. Don't forget to like or subscribe in whatever place you yep. listen to us, whatever place you are. I mean, shout out to Syrah, who makes sure we say like and subscribe every time. <laughs> Thanks and, so much, and guys. For the end of it, what is your prediction for costume? Who are you saying? Oh, I already said Barbie. You're saying Barbie? Ken? Oh, Barbie's good. Barbie and Ken are going to be like insane this year. Okay, I'm going to go, because if you say Barbie and Ken, which I totally agree with you, we got a wild card. It. Who'd be the wild card? Wild card. Mm. Uh, What's a good outlier? Like, that's what I'm trying to think. What other movies were really, really that universally successful, except for... Oh, not only movies, or TV or oh, something. Oh, you know what? I'm going to guess, even though I said it earlier as a joke, I'm going to say there's going to be Barbie and Hybers. I don't... I, don't I think you're going to see Barbie and Hybers. That's going to be the couple. Okay. Hey, possibility. That's mine. That's, so you think Barbie, I say Barbie and Hyber. Okay. Okay, let's see how it works. Uh, and whoever gets the most, uh, we'll try to take pictures and put them up online. Oh, let's do a competition. You and Takalicious, me here. Who can get the most amount of photos of the costumes that we're saying, and then we win our internal competition here for something. Done. Okay. Perfect, All right. guys. We'll see you guys, everybody, next time. Thank you so much. We always really appreciate your listening, and we are out. Cheers. Bye.